Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast, where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will, and today we have a very, very big episode in store for you guys. Today, it is the awesome, amazing NFL Prediction Podcast It's our first ever, actually, NFL season prediction because the podcast was founded September 27th, 2020. So we've never done one of these. It's a pretty big show. I know I've been prepping a lot. I know the dudes have been putting in their work as well. So uh, let's meet our guests for today's show. I've got two guests for you guys. I've got Mr. Hot Take, Mr. Josh Boyke. Josh, how are we feeling today? I'm great. Ready for some more hot takes? Of course. And Josh, I know all the fans want to know, do you have some hot takes in store for us today? I do. Yes. Yes, I do. That is great to hear. Great to hear. Our second guest today and our other only guest is Mr. Charlie. Grace, Charlie, how are we feeling tonight, Charlie? Oh, I'm doing great. There's a chance. Might get booted but because um, of the Wi-Fi, but, you know, we'll hang in there as long as we can. Yeah, I think we'll all be doing the same thing. There is quite a big storm going on up here in Michigan at the moment, but we're going to try to squeeze this in, uh, weather uh, permitting. So, uh, gents, I'll just lay it out for us. We're going to go division by division, team by team. We've all got our record predictions for each team. We're also going to give our division rankings and then also our playoff rankings, our playoff seven teams from each division. You got the four division winners, three wild cards, and then we're going to give our awards at the very, very end. Uh, I'm super excited. So without further ado, let's get started. And gentlemen, today, we're going to go ahead and start with the very, very intriguing NFC East heading into the season. I'm going to hand, we're going to start with the team from Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia Eagles. And Charlie, I'm going to give you the mic for this one. Talk to us a little bit about the Philadelphia Eagles and what you expect from them this year. Like, we're um, not, I mean, just. Took a step back, definitely, over the offseason. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts has a ton of potential to be a star there. But um, right now, it really just looks like not a great team there. I think, um, you know, they can grind out definitely some wins. But it's just going to be hard because of the, the really the situation that uh, they're in right now. Yeah, I agree. So, Charlie, what was the record you have them at? I have them as uh, five and twelve. Five and twelve. All right, Charlie. I agree with you exactly. I think you hit it on the head. I also have them at five and twelve. Like you said, Jalen Hurts. Do I think he's the man for Philadelphia? No, but he's, uh, you know, he's an everyday quarterback kind of, you know, maybe a little bit below that. I mean, the defense was very banged up last season. They don't have a terrible defense when they're healthy. But it's not like a top 10 defense in the league, and their offense is not very good at all. I mean, the wide receiver core, sure, they made an upgrade with Devontae Smith, who I think 
is going to have a thousand yard receiving season. But other than that, I mean, Miles Sanders in the backfield isn't terrible. But just not not a lot of upside for this Eagles team this year. So I also have them at five and twelve. Josh, what do you say about the Eagles team this year? I have them above what you guys have them. I have them seven and ten. I think that the duo of Jalen Hurts and uh, Devontae Smith will grow, and they will. I think they're going to do really well, and I think they're going to go. Seven and ten. All right, so yeah, two games ahead of both me and Charlie. So now I think we can say this about the NFC East for sure, that it's anybody's division this year. I wouldn't go out and say that there's a clear favorite like there are in many other divisions. So I think we're going to see a lot of differing opinions on who wins the division. But we'll go over to East Rutherford. New York Giants. I'll give it back to Josh here. Josh record for the New York Giants and why? Okay. It's a bit lower than what you guys are going to say. I know that. But I'm at 4 and 13. You know, I think that's I think that I think that's pretty justified, but Josh, what what makes you put them low cuz I'm going to guess that that's probably bottom 5 in the league for you. Mhm. So, um well their O-line is bad, so that doesn't help Zeke, or not Zeke, Saquon, same thing. It doesn't help Saquon. And then Daniel Jones, I just don't like him. Not a great QB. So 13 losses on the season. Yeah, uh, I also, personally, I have the Giants going 7-10, and 10, so a little bit better. I think they'll be better than the Eagles, but it's definitely not because of the offense, because Dan- let's, let's be honest, Daniel Jones... Uh, is not worthy of being a starting quarterback in the NFL, and he's definitely a bust from where they drafted him. Uh, Could they bring in Colin Kaepernick? Could they bring in Colin Kaepernick? Uh, no. I, 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 I will say Daniel Jones is probably better than a dude who hasn't taken a snap in three, four years. But Daniel Jones just isn't the guy for New York, and personally I think this will probably be his last season playing for the G-Men. And you like you said, Saquon, super talented. I have him going for a thousand two hundred rushing yards. However, the offensive line, like you said, Josh, is pretty horrific. And personally, for me, I think if you put Saquon on a team with a better offensive line, like maybe the Cowboys, he's probably you know a thousand five hundred plus rushing yard guy. They mm-hmm. added Galladay to the receiving core, so the receiving core for New York's not terrible. They have Galladay. Shepard, but when push comes to shove, it really doesn't matter when Daniel Jones is the dude throwing you the football. Uh, the only reason I have them at 7-10 and 10 is because they play in the NFC East and the other teams aren't very good, and their defense is going to be top eight in the entire league, led by Leonard Williams and James Bradbury. I think their defense is definitely going to win them multiple, maybe even all of their games this season. So I do have the Giants at seven and ten. Charlie, uh, what's your take on the Giants this season? Yeah, I agree with you. I have them um, eight and nine, which uh, was a bit, you know, high definitely for a team like that. But um, it's just because that uh, between them, the football team, and the Cowboys, it's just like none of them really stand out right now. And so 
I I mean I do have them. Um, I don't have them winning the division, but uh, I think that you know j- just because of the division they're in that they'll um, they'll win eight games. But I mean the team, you know, the offensive line is horrendous. They have stars like Saquon, you know, James Bradbury. Like you said, their defense will probably win them big games this season. But besides that, there's not really um much there besides maybe a slight hope of winning that division. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they definitely have a slight hope, but probably I I wouldn't put their my money on them. Although I did hear there was a better uh somebody posted this, I think it's Bleacher Report. Somebody bet that the New York Giants will win the NFC. And I thought that was a pretty pretty crazy ludicrous bet. I think they put like $300 on it and it could win them. I mean, it would win them a lot of money, but that's crazy. I would definitely not put any money on the Giants this season. So now we'll move on to the two teams who probably have the best chance of winning the NFC East this year. That's the Cowboys and the Washington football team. But we'll go to the, we'll go down to Dallas first, who's playing Thursday night football uh, in two days' time. Uh, Cowboys, Charlie, talk to us a bit about Dallas this year. Can they bounce back from uh, a terrible... 2020 yeah for me i um i actually have the cowboys at nine and eight and i think um i think they can do really well in their division but um i don't know i just feel like a lot of the the prime time games that they're given i don't know if they'll be able to pull through but you know i mean it's huge that uh dak is gonna be able to come back i mean if dak is able to perform at a healthy level like he was last year, I mean, they they could easily be uh, one of the best teams in the league. Um, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, too. I mean, he hasn't been the same really since his, you know, rookie and uh, even sophomore season. But, I mean, if he if he can turn on something, prove something just for a little bit, he could uh, he could easily, easily have a great, easily have a, you know, top five, top ten running rushing yards in the league but um their defense is definitely gonna hold them back because they just really put all their money in Dak Cooper and Zeke so I mean we'll see how the defense goes but I think their offense is definitely one of the best in the league also CeeDee Lamb too yeah they have a very very potent offense out there in Dallas personally I have them one game below what you have them I have them at eight and nine uh like you said offense is gonna be top 10 top five in the entire NFL. We know that. However, the defense could very well be the worst defense in the entire NFL. It has that capability. If you call that, you know, a capability, I think Dak's going to bounce back. He is healthy for week one. We'll see how that goes. Personally, I don't think he's going to be able to jump in and, you know, start throwing for 350 yards a game. Like he was last season. Uh, I think, as the season goes on, he'll return back to that level because, I mean, he has so many weapons around him. Personally, I have him throwing 4,900 yards and 44 touchdowns. I mean, I think he's in a 17-game season. I mean, Dak could break the NFL single-season passing yard record. So could Mahomes. So could Allen with the 17-game season. Uh, but for Cowboys, 8-9. and nine, uh, But with a better defense, this is a scary team. But for the time being, they're a, a below 500 team for me. Josh, uh, wrap us up on the Cowboys. Uh, what do you think about them this year? 
I was deciding between nine and eight, eight and nine. I just gave them nine and eight. Uh, maybe they can pull off another win to get above five hundred. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But yeah, I agree with Charlie. Nine and eight. All right, and we'll move on to. I mean, I said there's not really a favorite for this division, but it seems like the consensus among you know, NFL analysts and executives is that Washington's going to be the best team in the league this, I mean, in the division this year. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it back to Josh. Uh, yay or nay, what do you think about Washington, the Washington football team this year? The football team. I think they're going to go 6-0 and in their division and get first in their division. They're going to go 11-6. and And, uh, yeah, I have them winning, winning the uh, the division. Can't speak. You know, I agree. I also have them winning the division. Personally, would I say eleven and six is pretty lofty record for them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably. I, it's not lofty, but it, I think it's higher than I would personally put them. I have mm-hmm. them at nine and eight, so I have them just edging out the Cowboys for a division. I could see the All division right. going All either right. ways, but. Personally, I like Washington just because, I mean, their defense, they're going to have a top three defense. Chase Young, potential defensive player of the year. Uh, Kerrigan back there as well. Uh, Montez Sweat. They have a very, very good defense. It's going to win them a lot of games. And at quarterback, they made an upgrade. They went to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I think is going to be able to come in. Uh, personally, I, I think Fitzmagic should have started the entire season last year for Miami. I mean, he's playing very well for the Dolphins last year. They decided to put in Tua. Uh, not a big Tua fan. I, I mean, I just don't think he's that good. He didn't really play. I, w- I would say he didn't play better than Fitzmagic last year, but the Dolphins turned to Tua, so Fitzmagic came to Washington. Uh was a little bit of a battle between him and Taylor Heineke for – that starting job, Fitzmagic won. And I think I think Ryan, he's going to hold on to the starting job the entire season. I have him going for 3,900 passing yards. And he also is stepping into, you know, not a terrible offense at all. They have Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin along with Logan Thomas. So he has enough weapons there to work with it. Uh, bottom line is this defense is going to win them the division, uh, plain and simple. Their offense is good enough to get them over 500, but it's really the defense – Difference maker for Washington this year. I have them winning the NFC East by one little game. Charlie, do you also see Washington winning the division, or do you have Dallas? Yeah, I have Washington winning the division. Also nine and eight. Um, yeah, I think uh, Fitzpatrick will, you know, fit pretty well into the offense, and then you know, with threats like Gibson and McLaurin, they also, I mean, not even a horrible offense. You know what I mean? And you have Curtis Samuel there, too. I mean, that offense, I mean, the defense is really what stands out with, you know, such a good uh, defensive line and uh, even some secondary. But, I mean, I think that offense could be shocking, too, with how much young potential they have also. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so that was the NFC East. We'll move on over to the AFC East, which I think is a pretty easy division to pick. So we won't spend too much time here. Uh, New York Jets, the other New York team. Uh, I'll start with them. I have them going 5-12 five, five and 12 for New York Jets. I think they're going to exceed expectations this year. Personally, personally, when they drafted Zach Wilson, I wasn't super high on him. 
I, I mean, I still think Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Wilson, but now after seeing Wilson in the preseason, I personally think Wilson could be, you know, the second best quarterback out of this draft. I have Fields ahead of him, but I think Wilson could legitimately be better than Trevor Lawrence. In the preseason, he looked very, very sharp. I mean, we saw him extending plays out of the pocket. He showed off his arm strength and accuracy. And, you know, he gained the respect of one of the best in the league. Aaron Rodgers even came out and said that he's going to be special. He has that Mahomes-type feel to him. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying he's Mahomes, but his play style is pretty similar. And with the Jets, I mean, I like Robert Saleh as their coach. And he, he no doubt has enough weapons around him on the offense to make waves in his rookie season. I mean, Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter. He has the weapons in place. And starting week one, I feel like he's going to hit the ground running. I, I mean, I have Zach throwing for 3,900 yards and 36 touchdowns. I don't see why not. I feel like he's definitely talented enough. And I, I feel like he's in the best situation out of – rookie quarterbacks at this moment so give me the jets at five and 12 which for the team they have is a pretty you know a pretty good record considering uh where they were last year charlie do you think do you think i'm crazy about the jets or where do you have them at well uh, what was your record for them again i have them at five and 12 oh yeah, yeah, yeah i actually have the same exact thing um i i mean I agree with you. I think Zach Wilson and that offense has a, I mean, a ton of potential. And a, and a whole new coach there, too, with a whole new system and a whole, you know, just a whole new refresh. And it's like, it just feels, I mean, it could just be a total bust. Like, everyone thought Darnold was going to be like the best. I mean, everyone, he played, uh, what, the Lions week one, and everyone thought he was going to be like the best quarterback, or the best quarterback in the class. Yeah, first then, pass like, through a pick and, yeah, six. Yeah, and then. And then the season went by. No, 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 no. I know, but they still ended up winning that game, though. I think he ended up having a decent uh, game. I don't yeah. even remember. I remember it, but I don't remember who won. But yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But um, I think Fields. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he just has so much potential. The way we saw him in the preseason. Um, I mean, even Romo was saying that he thinks he'll be like a top five quarterback or even top mm-hmm. three in years to come. And so. I mean, I could easily see the Jets winning some, um, you know, games. And, you know, just Elijah Moore, yeah, Jameson Crowder, easily uh, e- easily could even win some more. But they're still young and uh, time to develop, so. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Josh, uh, do you have them a little bit lower or about the same? Lower. And because Zach Wilson is a bust. Whoa. He hasn't even played a game in the NFL yet, Josh. And he's a bust. That, I'm telling you right now. Right now. They're going to go 1-16. 1-16. 1-16. Because they won't have a good QB. I mean, I mean, you say that, but... What you have the what you have the Giants at, Josh? What record was did you have the Giants at again? Four and something. And, but is but you have to ask: Is Daniel Jones better than Zach Wilson? Yes. You're wrong. Wrong about that, bro. Bro, 
what what makes Daniel Jones better than Zach? What can what no, no, I should I should ask what, what what can Daniel Jones do that Zach Wilson cannot do? He can run and, and trip. Josh, like you clearly <laughs> actually have like a real answer there. I mean, like he has like NFL experience, but like you said, he can run and trip, bro. Like, come on now. <laughs> He's not wrong, but it's it just is not. It's not. It's not the best. Well, like when he tripped, like that was still a big gain. I mean, I mean, but he tripped and he didn't score. <laughs> and I feel like that kind of sums up his career perfectly. Dude, yeah, Daniels. but you know, Zach, Zach Wilson is mobile too, though. Zach Wilson is in very the mobile. season NFL. He's he's gonna be trash. He's he's gonna get too much pressure and gonna collapse. I guess we'll see. Uh, Mr. Hot Takes, back at it again, ladies and gentlemen. I love that nickname. Yeah, you like it? That's your oh. new nickname from now on, Mr. Hot Takes. All right, let's move on to New England Patriots, also with a new rookie quarterback. They said, get out of here, Cam Newton. You you freaking suck. They, they cut him because he does suck. They cut Cam Newton, so Mac Jones clears starter now for the Patriots. We'll, we'll send it back to Josh. Josh. Is Mac Jones going to be a bust, or will the Patriots succeed this year? No, Mac Jones is not a bust. He's going to take them to eight wins. Going to go eight and nine. The Patriots needed Mac Jones. It was a great pick. Well, you said he wasn't first round, but he he wasn't good enough to be in the first round. You're you're wrong. He is. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand year. by my statement on that. But Josh, so you eight eight and nine for the Patriots, Josh. Yep. You know, I I I will stand by that statement. I I, I will still say that Mac Jones is not a first round quarterback. Uh, I mean, you look at the other quarterbacks taken first round: Fields, Lance, Wilson, Lawrence. They're, I mean, they're all miles ahead of Mac Jones. I'm not saying that Mac Jones can't be a good quarterback in the NFL. I'm just saying, at this point in time, I don't think he's a first round. Worthy quarterback. That being said, I have the Patriots at seven and ten, and with Mac at starting quarterback, I think he'll do pretty decent. Um, probably, I mean, I have him doing the worst out of all, you know, rookie quarterbacks, but I still have him doing pretty well. Three thousand seven hundred yards and twenty six touchdowns. That being said, he doesn't have a lot to work with on that offense. I mean, his top receiver is Nelson Aguilar, and then he has Damian Harris as his running back. So, I think what he's going to do is going to be pretty impressive, and I think it's going to be more a result of the scheme they run out there in New England. I think it fits Mac Jones very, very well. They're not a very spread-type offense. They're not very West Coast. They don't really run option plays. They don't expect Mac to roll out of the pocket. They're kind of more a ground-and-pound, short-gain kind of team. That's what they did with Brady, and it worked very, very well out there in New England. I think they're going to do the same thing with Mac. So... Yeah, I expect Mac to have decent success this year, but I would say it's more a result of the scheme, not so much his talent. But I have to, I will say he's played better than I thought he would in the preseason. Uh, that being said, it is the preseason. But yeah, for Patriots this year, I have them at seven and ten. I think their defense is probably going to carry them to most of those wins. Also, playing in a weaker AFC East also helps. So yeah, Patriots at seven and ten. I have them one win less than you, Josh. Charlie, we'll give it out to you. 
let's hear your opinion on uh, Mac and the Patriots this year. Yeah, I have the Patriots at uh, nine and eight actually, because you know I, I don't I don't know if Mac Mac Jones is you know that um you know gonna be you know yeah I agree I don't even know if he's a first round uh draft pick worthy you know worthy of a first round draft pick, but um I do believe that the Patriots I mean they I mean Cam was not fit for their system at all. I don't know why they signed Cam in the first place. I mean, just give it a shot, like try something. But Mac Jones is definitely a, a fit a lot more for the system than Newton was, and I think they'll be able to, you know, flow a lot better on offense. Just you know, a lot of shorter plays, and you know, Damian Harris might even, uh, you know, just he's still really young, twenty four. His potential for still have a great season with their offensive line, but yeah, also they have a such a great defense and um with you know Gilmore you know he's getting older but if Gilmore is can stay healthy I mean that uh that secondary can get pretty nasty but yeah I mean nine and eight nothing too special so all right we'll go out to South Beach for the Miami Dolphins I would like to lead off for this one because I have something to say about this team here uh after reading a bit and, you know, following some NFL pages on Instagram and whatever, the consensus around, you know, the NFL this year seems to be that everybody thinks the Dolphins are going to be a playoff team. How how are the Dolphins a playoff team? I would love to hear somebody explain that to me because it makes absolutely no sense to me. I mean, we'll start off looking at the AFC in general, because the AFC is way more competitive than the NFC. They have way more teams that are playoff contenders. I mean, you have the Dolphins going up against teams for the, I mean, assuming the Dolphins are going for that wildcard spot, they're going up against, you know, teams like the Browns, the Steelers, the Chargers, the Raiders, you know, I mean, who, I mean, the, the Colts. I mean, these are really good football teams. I don't think the Dolphins are on the same level as those teams, personally. I mean, they have talent on their roster, no doubt. I mean, their wide receiver core is very young and very exciting with Fuller and Waddle, who I think is going to do pretty well in that system, and also Devontae Parker. And they have an exciting young running back with Miles Gaskin. Uh, but for, and their defense isn't bad. But for me, it just comes down to Tua, man. I I've never really been a Tua fan, even in college. I didn't think he was all that. And now in the NFL, I still don't think he's all that. Sure, last year he had a couple good performances, but what stands out to me is those good performances were not against particularly good defenses. I mean, they were against, you know, he had a good performance against the Cardinals. And, I mean, nobody is out here saying that the Cardinals have a good defense. And then, you know, he went into some games where he was playing against good defenses like the Bills. And, I mean, he just kind of shrunk. He wasn't, I mean, the Ravens too. He just wasn't good against good defenses. I mean, it's one thing to be able to light up a bad defense. But to be on a different level as a quarterback, you have to be able to light up good defenses too. And Tua just doesn't have that ability for me. I mean, I don't think he ever will have that ability. I mean, I'll just come out and say it. I'm not a Tua guy. I don't think he's going to be successful in the NFL. That being said, like I said, the roster is super talented. I think it's talented enough to 
get them to an eight and nine record. But for me, this is definitely not a playoff team out there in the AFC. But I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. So uh, we'll go over to Charlie. Uh, what do you think about the Dolphins this year? Yeah, I agree. Um, and it also felt like that team almost felt like just like a lucky, you know, team last year. Like it didn't feel like they really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't it, feel like they belong. It didn't feel like they belong. It just felt like, oh, you know, it, it was literally like a Fitz Magic season. And so, I feel like, I mean, again, I don't know if Tua, Tua is probably. I mean, it's. I always thought he was just a college quarterback, but um, I mean, we'll see. He'll get another season this year, but um, the team is also extremely young too, and it's just. I mean, they've got some talent, but there's just not enough like vets and like strong talent that I think can make them a playoff team, unless like somehow they get really lucky again and scrape out some extra wins. But I have them as eight and nine, and um, uh third in the division so yeah let me say though i mean there have been talks about deshaun watson going to miami and yeah yeah if i think if deshaun goes there they, they can easily be a playoff team no yeah i 100 percent agree i think the dolphins should absolutely go after deshaun watson if i was over there in south beach i would say here listen houston you can have tua you can have like two first round picks just give me deshaun i don't want tua because Deshaun is probably 50 times better than Tua. And if the Dolphins land Tua, I mean, if the Dolphins land Deshaun, I'm going to be completely honest, they're contenders to go to the AFC Championship game if they can somehow get Deshaun Watson on their football team. But that's a whole nother discussion. Uh, we'll go over to Josh. What do you think about the Dolphins? I have them at 5 and 12. Um I don't think Tua is going to be a great QB, like you guys said. But um, if they do get Deshaun, I agree, playoff team, see what happens from there. But right now, with Tua, only five wins. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head there. And last but not least, uh, I'm, I'm going to assume that this is all our division winners. Buffalo, I'll run it down real quick. I have Buffalo at 13-4. and four. I have Josh Allen. 4,400 yards, 47 touchdowns. I mean, the connection to Stephon Diggs is still going to be elite. I have Diggs with, you know, 1,600 receiving yards. People were saying, I mean, I've heard some rumors, I mean, some people saying that Stephon's not, you know, maybe take a step back. I don't see how that's possible, I guess, because, I mean, he has, I mean, you could say they're going to start putting their best corners on him. I mean, why wouldn't they have their best corners on him last year? And he's, I mean, he still went off last year. And I think he's only going to get better as time goes on. I think his connection with Josh Allen, which the last season was already, I mean, their connection was just off the charts. I mean, they knew, I mean, Josh Allen knew where Diggs was, I mean, on every single play. And I mean, Diggs knew right where the ball was going to be and Allen just put it in the spot every time. I think their connection is just going to get stronger this year. And I mean, this is a Super Bowl contending Bills team. They're going to be super fun to watch with Allen slinging the ball around. So I have them at 13-4 and and uh, easily winning the AFC East. Josh, what do you have the Bills at? I have the Bills at 14-3. and Easily a playoff team. Contenders for the Super Bowl, like you said. 
Uh, I think it's going to be, be between them and the Chiefs. But, um, you know, not a top five QB. I mean, you have a great receiver. That Ooh, that's your a miss. Back. That's a miss. But, I mean, you know, 14 wins is not bad for not a top five QB. Whatever you say, Josh. We'll go to Charlie now. Charlie, where do you have the Bills at? Um, yeah, I actually have the Bills at, um, I think, I mean, easily I think they can win 13 um, games. But the Bills actually have a, when I looked at it, had a pretty tough schedule this year. So, um, I have them 12 and 5. I mean, I still think that, um, Allen and Diggs will have that great connection. And I, I mean, the, the, they were also able to bring back, uh, Matt Milano and, um, Adam Emmanuel Sanders for replacing John Brown. So I, I I don't think the Bills, I mean, I don't think they got a lot better, but they definitely didn't get any worse. So they'll definitely still win the division and um, definitely be, you know, a top two or three seed. Yeah, no doubt. Let's move on to the NFC North, another division that I think is going to be pretty easy to pick. Um, we'll start with the hometown Detroit Lions. Charlie, earlier I was talking to you. You were saying, don't sleep on the Lions. Don't sleep on the Lions. Uh so, what do you think about the Lions this year, Charlie? You know what? I think the Lions have, you know, so much potential. All right, hear me out, right? So, first of all, they bring in, you know, a new GM, right? Brad Holmes, right? All right? I mean, this is just a whole new system, and I love the system. Love the system that he's creating. I mean, Dan Campbell... I mean, he's just, I don't know if Dan Campbell's going to last, but, you know, he has that, he has a mentality that, you know, he can grind us out, you know, definitely give us some hope, definitely better than Patricia. And I mean, I'm not saying golf will, um, golf will be any good, but I mean, the Lions have potential to have one of the best offensive lines in a couple of years. I mean, some people weren't impressed with uh, Sewell's um, uh, preseason. But he was playing in a different position than he did play in college, and he sat out last year. So it might take a few weeks for him to get used to, especially if he is playing a right tackle. But, I mean, Ragnow coming back, captain, I think he could be one of the best um, linemen in the league and also Sewell, one of the best linemen in the league. So they have such a potential that maybe the quarterback doesn't really matter, but I don't think Goff's the person they also don't really have like any receivers but i mean there's also hawkinson i mean they have so much potential so i'm gonna give them a whopping 10 and 7 no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding four and 13 four and 13 all right four and 13 uh i have the lions at two and 15 second worst record in the entire national football league I, I agree. I like the system they're bringing in. I love their, the change in GM, and I am a believer in Dan Campbell. I think I love his mentality that he brings to the team. I think it's going to be a lot tougher football team, and I don't think they're going to be an easy out for any team. It, but, I mean, like you said, they do have a lot of potential. It's just Jared Goff is their quarterback, and that's just that's such a down, downgrade for Matthew Stafford. It's unbelievable. I think this year, I think it's actually better if the Lions are really, really bad this year. That way, in the next draft, get a top two pick, 
get Rattler or Sam Howell, get your future quarterback. So I'm saying next year the Lions could be a playoff contender next year with a new quarterback. This year, however, I have them a two-win team, and it it comes down to golf, and it comes down to the defense too. But I just think the defensive players, they have some young guys over there that are exciting. They just need more time to do. And I think along with some of the offensive players too, I think Sewell needs to develop. I think DeAndre Swift is still developing. Hawkinson a little bit more. No, they just not. They just got to get these guys developed, and I think that's what this year is going to be all about. It's going to be learning experiences for a lot of the young players, and it's going to be all about getting them better. I don't think. I mean, obviously, every team wants to win, but for Detroit, I think the focus this year shouldn't be necessarily winning, but it should be getting those young players better, so next year they can win more. Uh, Josh, where do you have the Lions at this year? One and sixteen. One and they got a new quarterback, a new coach, oh, a better coach, a worse quarterback. But, um, yeah, I don't see them doing really anything good this season. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe tank for a good but Yeah, one and 16. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the one, too. But I think one and 16 is pretty valid, too. Charlie would probably disagree. Uh, we'll go to Chicago now, the Windy City. Some controversy. Uh, Andy Dalton will start week one. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, personally, I don't think that'll last long, so I'll go first here. I have the Bears going 6-11. and 11. I have Dalton starting the first three games of the season, and I have him going a whopping 0-3. And, and the Bears have a difficult early season schedule, and Dalton is definitely not the guy for Chicago. I mean... Chicago doesn't need, you know, a middle average quarterback that sits in the pocket and has literally no ability to make plays, like big plays. What they do need is the guy they have as their backup, and that's Justin Fields. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Justin Fields is the best quarterback coming out of this draft class. He he has the most potential, and I think he's going to be the best. I have Justin Fields coming in starting week four. And he's exactly what this Bears team need. They have some nice pieces around him. They have Robinson. They have Tariq Cohen. They have David Montgomery. What they need, and they, their defense is stellar. Their defense is probably top five in the entire NFL. What they need, like I said, is a playmaker at that quarterback position. Fields is that dude. He has the ability to get outside the pocket. He has that ability to make deep throws with good accuracy. So Fields is exactly what the Bears need at quarterback. I have him going for 3,500 yards and 27 touchdowns in only 14 games. I think Fields is the guy that Chicago has been looking for for a very, very long time. Give me the Bears at 6-11 and 11 this year, uh, but definitely a bright future out there for Chicago with Justin Fields. We'll go back to Charlie. Charlie, what do you think about the Bears this season? You have the Bears with a similar record at a seven and ten. I do not believe, besides um the Packers, this division is very strong. Uh, I mean, yeah, honestly, I think the sooner they start Fields, the better this team can be. But um, I mean, it's also Fields' rookie season, so I'm not saying he's gonna like. I'm not saying they they probably even if he does start, I don't even think they'll have a winning record. But um, I still think they'll be a lot better team than. If starting Andy Dalton, 
I mean, they, they do have just a ton of wide receiver and uh, even tight end options, but um, it's just going to be finding the right quarterback, which is Justin Fields. And the sooner they put him in, the better they can be. Yeah, no doubt. Josh, what do you think about Bears? And I should also go. I should also ask, when do you think Fields will start for this team? Okay, before I answer those, Charlie Grace, what do you have against Andy Dalton? Oh boy. Do you want Charlie or me to answer this? Because I think we can find convincing answers. Charlie. Is this a joke? Charlie. Is this a the joke? The start a rookie, the better. Josh, let me tell you a little something about Andy Dalton. First off, the dudes he's a he's a ginger quarterback. He's white. He runs about a six and a half second forty yard dash. I don't think he's probably never had a run over 30 plus yards in his entire career. And his time in Cincinnati, they didn't win a single playoff game and they had incredible weapons. I mean, he had AJ Green, Giovanni Bernard, um, Jeremy Hill. He had great weapons out there in Cincinnati. They never won a playoff game. And he was consistently like a 3,800 passing yard quarterback. Never better. He's literally the most below-average starting quarterback in the NFL I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. I want, I, want, I want to hear what you like about Andy Dalton. Tell me something about Andy Dalton that makes him a good quarterback. He's got better experience than, <laughs> than uh, Justin Fields. And, Will, Will, answer, answer this. Why do you think Justin Fields will do better in his career than Trevor Lawrence? Than Trevor Lawrence? Mm-hmm. Who said he's the best? QB? I did say that, and I'll stand by it. I think Fields – I mean, they're very similar quarterbacks in a sense. They both have that ability to make plays outside the pocket. But one thing I, I see about Justin Fields is Fields has that killer instinct that we see in all great sports legends. We saw it in Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady – you you know it when you see it when they have that killer instinct and I think you know what what month like last December I would probably agree with you that Trevor Lawrence would be better than Fields but after watching what was it the Sugar Bowl where Lawrence and Fields squared off and Lawrence didn't play well and then Fields I mean in that game Fields showed his killer instinct by I mean after he took that vicious hit into the back he was injured went on to throw, what, six touchdowns in that game and upset Clemson. Uh, that's that. That's where I saw that killer instinct out of Justin Fields. I'm not saying, I, I, I'm saying, I'm not saying Lawrence won't be a good NFL quarterback. I think he will be. I just think Fields is on a different level because I, I don't see that killer instinct in Lawrence that I, I see in Fields. And personally, I do like Fields' situation a little bit better. I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be a very successful coach. I think I, I don't like Matt Nagy either, but I think he'll be gone next year, so it doesn't really matter. I do like Fields out of the pocket a little bit more than Lawrence. Uh, arm talent-wise, I think they're pretty similar. But, yeah, it's just that killer instinct that I, I, I feel Fields has and Lawrence doesn't quite have yet. Okay. Okay, so to answer your question, 3-14. and 14. <laughs> Reinforce. And uh, and when do you have Fields starting is the other question I was wondering. Week three. Week three? Yeah, Andy Dalton. 
joke. It's so a little bit more. So do you like so do you like Dalton more than Fields or what was what oh, were you I, trying to do? I just wanted to see why you guys hated him so much. You guys throw so much shade at Andy Dalton. It's not so much that I'm sure I'm throwing shade at Andy Dalton. It's more I'm throwing shade that they're deciding to start Andy Dalton over Justin Fields. You know, that's kind of where my shade's coming from. But Charlie, I kind of Charlie, what do you what do you have to say about Andy Dalton? Because I know Josh was asking. I mean, I think you kind of just went off um, uh, about that. But I mean, it's just like, I mean, you're right. Dude. Just just look at. Just look, look at him, dude. Like, Andy Dalton, I mean, he's done. I mean, Justin Fields is, is the new beginning. I mean, why waste time? The Bears, I mean, if they're trying to win, you, you want to start Fields. If you're trying to, like, start a whole different, like, era of a quarterback there, you, I mean, Dalton is going to last there more than, like, this year. So what's the point of even starting him for, like, I mean, maybe, like, two games. But, like, beyond that, I don't see a point. Yeah. We'll move on, though. Try to go a little bit quicker here. Uh, Vikings, not much to say about them. I have them at eight and nine. Pretty average team this year. Offense, really good. Defense, not so good. So that's the difference there. I think their offense can be top 10. I think Kirk Cousins is super underrated. Also, Dalvin Cook, if he can stay healthy, is top three. And they have arguably the best wide receiver duo in Thielen and Jefferson. But Vikings, eight and nine. Not quite a playoff team like some people think in my eyes. Uh, but I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. So we'll go to Josh. Uh, Vikings record. 12 and 5. 12 and f- Are you serious? Yep. Josh, are you joking? Josh, Josh, I'm going to say something. You might get mad at this. Josh, the you might. They have the second. Yeah, they have Josh. a great running back. What do you want, Charlie Grace? You might get mad at this, but I have the opposite record for them. <laughs> I think that's low. I think Charlie is too low, and I think no, I Josh know. is I too know. high. I mean, but, I think they have potential to win. Like you, Josh, you go on, but yeah, Josh, I want to hear why you have them winning twelve games. Do you have them winning the division? No. Okay. That's How many wins problem. do you have the Packers? Like fourteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. We'll get to that in a minute. All right. Why? Why do you have the Vikings at twelve wins, Josh? Because they're elite. They have a great running back, a great receiving duo. They have an underrated QB, as you said. Underrated? We don't talk about, but their offense is where it's at. I mean, defense wins you games in the NFL. I'm going to be completely honest. I, like, I, I, I agree with you. I think their offense is very good. Yeah, it's but a- their offense has – I mean, like, I think their peak offense was – um. What year was that? When they went to the NFC Championship with Case Keenum? Yeah, and no, I oh. mean obviously, no, 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 no. I'm saying that's when um. That was no, the peak no, no. Vikings. Yeah, in that the was last the peak Vikings. But I'm saying uh, I mean like, I mean I think Jefferson has potential to be better than Diggs, but like, if Jefferson equals Diggs, I mean maybe you have Cook, but like that offense just isn't like any better. You just go twelve and five, just like that. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I, I do think this offense is really good, but not 12-5. and five. So now I'm very intrigued as well, Josh, to hear why you have the Packers at 15 wins. Okay, the Packers at 15 wins. They have Aaron Jones. They have Devontae Adams. They did last year. That's all you need. 
<laughs> so how do how many wins? They did, did have them last year. And they how many they wins did they have 13, last year? Thirteen. Thirteen. Better. They've they've been improving. How did they improve? What did they add that makes them yeah, better? Dude, team? they literally added nothing. They added the connection between the trio. Oh. <laughs> dude, Jones isn't even part of the connection. It's between Adams and Rogers. Yeah. And that's as strong as a connection you need to win two more also, games. Also, both of them want out, so I don't know like what you're talking about. It's the last yeah, dance, both, Charlie. Both chasing the same thing. It's good. I mean, I don't see how it's any different than any other year. They they don't have an easy schedule either. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, they don't dude. Have an easy schedule. Like, I feel like them and the Bills just um because of how deep they went. I mean, they just got brutally like ton of like prime time big games this year. Yeah. Uh, I have them at eleven and six. The Packers, which is <laughs> eleven and six. Listen, Aaron Rodgers, I think, will throw for 51 passing touchdowns, and that's not really the problem for me. Uh, I think the offense is top five. Yeah. There's no doubt there that their offense is going to be good. But listen, I think the defense can be – the defense is iffy, I'm going to be honest. And the Packers have a tendency to play down to their opponents in certain occasions. I think a good – Example is when they played the Jaguars last year and they won by like one point. And with a very difficult schedule, like you said, Charlie, Rodgers and Adams may not be fully 100% into it. I think we could see some chemistry issues between Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. This is an 11-win team, but they're certainly capable of a playoff run. But in the regular season, difficult schedule. Uh, This is an 11-win team for me personally. Uh, Charlie, what do you what do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, I mean, I see them as a uh, twelve and five with um. I mean, I don't really see them getting like any better. There's nothing that really stands out that says like, oh, this team is just gonna be elite this year. I think they have a shot at the Super Bowl, but they're gonna have to um. I mean, like the Bucks last year, the Bucks started off really cold because I mean. They weren't really just dialed in the beginning, and they didn't have much chemistry. And so I think it could be kind of similar to the Packers because their, like, whole thing was so late. But um, if they can get a roll at the end of the season, then I think uh, that they could easily make a run at the Super Bowl. Sorry to cut you off, Charlie. Uh, it's bedtime, Will, so can we speak a little bit? It's, bed, it's oh. bedtime for Mr. Hot Takes over here. All right. We'll get moving here. Uh, Josh, we'll go to sleep in, then. Yeah, you can sleep in, Josh. I don't sleep in, Charlie. That's all right. Take a power nap before school. Uh, Here we go. AFC North. We'll go to Cincinnati. The Bengals. Josh, I know you have some connections to Cincinnati. What's your take for the Bengals this year? I do. I do have some connections. Jamar Chase, my cousin. Um. (laughs) He's going to help him bring five wins. Um. You know, Joe Mixon, great running back. Uh, Decent nice. running back. What? Decent running back. Yeah. Yep. Five wins for the Cincinnati Bengals and my cousin, Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah, I got him at 4-13. and 13. Um, Difficult schedule. Very good division. 
uh, Bengals are in. Uh, Jamar Chase will be decent. Probably not worthy of the fourth pick. Fourth, fourth pick, right? Fifth pick. Fifth pick. Probably not worthy of the fifth pick in the entire right. draft. Uh, I want to say I think Devontae Smith will have a better season than Chase, and I think Jalen Waddle will also have a better season. But Jamar Chase will still be a decent wide receiver. It's just a crowded offense for him to go into right away. Uh, Bengals, four-win team. Kind of disappointing season. I know a lot of people are high on them. I think they're going to disappoint in a way this year. Uh, Charlie, what do you have to say about them? Oh, yeah, I have them 5-12 uh, and 12 as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a really young offense. I mean, extremely young. Uh, potential to... I mean, potential super high. I mean, I think next year they could definitely make a playoff run, but it's just, it's going to be hard because they're all, I mean, half their team is like second year, like or half their like offense is like second year rookies. And so it's going to be hard to, you know, find that chemistry quickly. But the next few years, they, they could definitely have a really good offense. That's for sure. No doubt. Uh, we'll go to my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have them at eleven and six. People, people be sleeping on the Steelers this year. Uh, I would credit a lot of that due to the riskiness of their offensive line this year. But I, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but I have for sure. And in the preseason, their offensive line actually looked—I was very impressed with how they played. They seem to have some young pieces on the offensive line that could fill the holes left from you know Alejandro Villanueva and whatever. Um, I think Beg Ben will be back. I think he'll be better than he was last year for sure. They added Najee Harris, who's a big upgrade from James Conner, and the defense is going to be stellar. And if you know Deontay Johnson, their leading receiver, can uh, stop dropping the ball so much, uh, they have a chance to be really good. So I have the Steelers at eleven and six. Uh, Charlie, what do you have to say about the Steelers? Yeah, I think the Steelers. Have I mean a really just well all around team? I mean, no offense, I do not really like Big Ben. Um, I do not. I mean, he's like one of the old quarterbacks in the league that I'm just like, I, I don't get because he's not good. So I don't know how he's still in the league because I honestly think Mason Rudolph is better than him. No, that's the point. That's, um, that's bolder. Than yeah, I mean, they have an extremely talented defense. I mean, like, just a ton of talent on the defense. I mean, potential defensive player of the year, TJ Watt, too. Devin Bush, he's healthy again, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, that was a killer from last year, I think. Because yeah, no I think Devin Bush has potential to be, I mean, one of the best linebackers, too. So, yeah. But I have them in a 10-7 because they're, they're also in, like, the toughest division. In the league. Second, second toughest division. Charlie. Yeah, second toughest. Uh, Josh, I feel like you're gonna have the Steelers ridiculously low, and I'm gonna get angry. But let's hear it. Charlie, Charlie. The reason I don't agree with you on why Mason Rudolph is better than Big Ben is because his career was ruined after he got CTE from a helmet to the head. But, but um, okay, there. Their record, nine and eight. Ooh. Najee Harris gonna carry them, cause um you know Big Ben, like you said, Charlie, not good. He's washed, and I think they 
might start Dwayne Haskins Jr. What? He's their best. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. As you said, the, the sooner, the better for these young QBs. You said it Not was about Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Talk to Dwayne Haskins is done, like. Not done, but he's not. No, big but ben. like. Big, y'all be sleeping on Big Ben. Big Ben's going to no. throw for 4,000 yards this season. I'll, I'll put yeah, money on Yeah, but like, he's so weird, bro. He's, like, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> yeah, I just don't like the dude. Okay, well, that's different than him. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just personal, but. Uh, and about Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph sucked before he got clobbered by Miles Garrett, and he still sucks. He, he's always sucked. Hey, oh, don't CTE. <laughs> we'll go to the the dogs, Cleveland Browns. Uh, I have them at twelve and five. The dogs, very good. The dog pound out there in Cleveland is gonna be bumping because this is a good, good team. Baker Mayfield brought the swagger back to Cleveland, and personally. As a Steelers fan, I, I I'm not I don't like the Cleveland Browns personally, but professionally, I think they're going to be very very good, scary team out there in the AFC. I have the Browns going 12 and five. Uh, Charlie, what do you have to say about Cleveland? Yeah, I have um, I actually have them going 12 and five as well. Uh, I think Cleveland is what, what's it called? Um. Uh, they're just a very, like, with um, who's the who's the new um coach? What's his Stefanski. name? Stefanski. Fancy. What am I saying? Very I sure. just had a complete brain fart. Um, yes, Stefanski. With Stefanski, they have turned things around, and I feel like um, I mean Baker is, in my opinion, really can can turn things on, and out of nowhere just becomes like an absolute. Shit show. Sorry. Whoa, God. Whoa. Um, oh, my. Um, a shoot show. And, um, but, I mean, the problem is, too, the receivers are getting older. So, I mean, either they might have to, you know, get some new receivers. I mean, I mean, they have such great running backs, but they might have to get some new receivers or, you know, win soon, which I think they have the potential to be. Trade so, OBJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trade OBJ, right. but like I don't know who wants him. So, eh, nobody. But you can they can figure something out. Uh, they also have Donovan Peoples Jones, who actually played pretty well last year. He's pretty young from Michigan. Uh, Josh, what do you have to say about the dogs uh, out there in uh, Cleveland? Okay, so I have the same record as you. I guess great minds think alike, Will. I guess they do. Either that, or you're just copying what I say. I said the same thing too. <laughs> so I don't know why. <laughs> but great minds do think alike, Josh. That's a yes, good they quote. do. That's 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 that a great quote. You should put that, that on the podcast Instagram. I will. Shut <laughs> off. Just talk. I'm a... <laughs> uh, we'll go to the Ravens now. Twelve and oh, I have the Ravens at twelve and five. Uh, Lamar, bounce back season. Rashad Bateman's going to be good. Defense is going to be good. This is a good team. Uh, Josh, I know Charlie going 12-5. and five. What do you have to say about the Ravens? I guess Ravens don't think alike. 11-6. and six. Don't even. Lamar Jackson is the worst 
passing QB. Stop. Stop. Stop please, talking. Please. please. He please. is. He okay, is. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving yeah. on. NFC right. South. NFC South. We don't have time for this, Also, Josh. I didn't realize how stacked the Browns' defense is. Like, oh, my God. That's gosh. what I'm saying. Miles Garrett. I mean, Jadavian Clowney is about as washed as um, my grandma. I mean, they, they, I mean, my grandma would be a better defensive end than Jadavian Clowney. That's all I'm saying. Jadavian but I wish I Carroll, what's his name, from Notre Dame. They got Jeremiah, that, like, they got me. Oh, well, Charlie, sorry to cut off, but it's Dude, they stole Josh, like the end stop. of the you can they stay. stole him, like, end of the second round. Yeah, I know. It was it was a steal. And, I mean, and he... people forget about Denzel Ward, too. Like, geez. And they got Joe Johnson from the Rams, too. Yeah, geez. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's go NFC South. Let's, let's speed this up, guys. Come on. Jeez. Uh, Falcons, 3-14. and 14. Uh, Whoa. Matt Ryan's Whoa. the best player. <laughs> My... I mean, Calvin Ridley is the best player. What what do you mean, whoa, about the Falcons? Well, I should say I have a potential breakout season for the Falcons. Why? I don't know. Same. Same. <laughs> What's their, what, what record do you have them at? What record do you have? I don't want to. I don't want to. Seventeen and zero. What, yeah. Charlie? No, what? eight and nine. I mean, like. Yes, me too. <laughs> Bro, I don't want to agree with Josh on anything, so this is bad. <laughs> no, 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 Charlie. Uh, I, I actually mean, honestly, I'm what their schedule is like. Not that hard. Like they have a pretty easy schedule. They're they're playing the Panthers week fourteen, dude. Right. I mean, like they got like Eagles, Giants, Jets, Dolphins. Same. I mean, it's just a bunch of like average or bad teams that I think they can win eight games because I mean Matt Ryan is getting near the end, but I think Calvin Ridley could be a star. I mean Pitts could be a star. I mean their running back situation isn't great. Their defense. Isn't great either, but I mean, I can see him yeah, winning. Yeah, I can I, see him winning eight games. They have potential. They have potential. That's all I'll say. Uh, let's go, Panthers. Sam Darnold coming in as the new quarterback for the Panthers. I think he'll find a, a, a bit more success than he did in New York, no doubt. CMC is back. He's going to be good. Defense a little underrated in my eyes. They have Jeremy Chin along with Brian Burns coming off the edge, uh, but. Not the easiest of schedules for Carolina. I got them going five and twelve. Uh, Charlie and Josh, what's the records you got for Carolina this year? I got them. I think the worst team in football. Wow, really? I disagree. Two and fifteen. Two and fifteen. Yeah, I, I mean their schedule is just like really tough. Where I mean they could definitely win some games, but it's just a lot. I mean a lot of teams they play are just. Better than them. I mean, they, do they could definitely schedule, yeah. they could definitely win um a couple games against the Falcons or Saints, but um outside of that, it's just gonna be like I mean, it's kind of like a wholly different team since the last time like McCaffrey played like 100 percent healthy there too. So no, no doubt. Uh, Josh, where do you have the Panthers? You know, you got Sammy Boy at QB. You got CMC back. Uh, you might say this is a little high. Four and thirteen. They're not going to do great. I mean, I had them higher, so I think that's pretty reasonable. Uh, this is a team I think we might have a little debate over: New Orleans Saints, because I did hear some differing opinions before we started. Saints, oh, yeah. twelve and five team. Listen here, listen here. James Winston is the man out there, mm-hmm. Nola. Listen, he's got his eyes fixed. He went to the doctor. He said, you know, I can't see. 
I can't tell which players are on my team after throwing 30 interceptions in a single season. Doctor was like, oh, I'll fix it. So now apparently he has good eyes. And I think we saw that in the preseason because he looked very good. And now that he can actually tell which players are on his team, uh, he's going to be very, very good. They also have Alvin Kamara. Questions about the wide receiver core. I think they'll be fine. I think Marquis Callaway can step up uh, to fill the role until Michael Thomas gets back. Defense also solid. Uh, Saints, 12-5 and five for me personally. Uh, what do you guys have to say? Whoa. Okay. Whoa. 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 Tell you me stuff right now. Okay. So, I have that one game above you. Well, I have 13-4. and four. Uh, Great team. They... I, I like Jimmy Swinston. Um, they have the best QB2 in the world right now. And then, um, yeah, they're, they're a great team. Great squad. Got Alvin Kamara. Great, 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 great team. Charlie, go ahead. Okay. Dude, like, this team is not... I mean, this team is just not the same team. I want you to pick up like no, they pick have a position two. and say a position they're not strong in, or at least decent in. Wide receivers. Marcus Callaway could have a breakout season, and they have Michael Thomas. Slam boy. Why are we? Michael yeah, boy. They're staff slam boy. Why are we so quickly to forget that this man broke the single season reception? I love Michael record? Thomas, dude. I think he's overhated on, but like. I mean, I actually think he fits well with James Winston. I don't think he fit well with uh, Drew Brees. But the problem is, like, I don't know when he's coming back. Supposedly week seven. I think I think now yeah, that but Winston like, is the starting quarterback, he'll be more eager seven. to. Last year he was supposed to come back like week seven. I know, but they had Drew Brees, and like you said, the connection maybe wasn't as great. I, I, if I was Michael Thomas, mean? Dude, last I would year be he was super supposed to come excited. Back week seven, he came back like week 15. No, no, you're right. But Michael Thomas... If I'm sitting there, I'm saying, you know, okay, we got James Winston. He can sling it. He's, I would say, more exciting than Drew Brees. Uh, I would I would be more excited to come back. I mean, I think there's more of an incentive, uh, no doubt. So, uh, Josh, or that's Charlie. Charlie, turn your freaking bone off, Charlie. Anyways, we'll go to the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, Real quick, 14-3 and three for me, uh, equaling the best record in the league. Uh, I don't really need to explain this. They brought back every piece from their, I mean, championship-winning team. So, yeah. Uh, Josh, what do you have the Buccaneers at? Call me crazy. 16-1. and 16-1. No, the you're crazy. Best no, you're not crazy league. for that. You're not crazy for that. That's pretty, I mean, that's not terrible, but. Uh, unrealistic. Wait, sixteen and one. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> I have thirteen and four. I mean, I, I mean, four. they got a. I think I I compare their offseason to the Lakers, just like replacing and uh, you know, getting a little better for the next season. But I saw them thirteen and four. Yeah, it's respectable. Uh, it's almost Josh's bedtime, so we'll speed it up a little bit here. Uh. AFC South is next. Uh, let me flip to the page real quick. Okay. AFC South, speed run. Texans, I have them at 1-16. Worst team in the league easily. Tyrod Taylor's washed. Charlie, what do you say about the Texans? Yeah, let me see. I have them 
as two and fifteen. Yep, I mean that team will not be good this year. Uh, Josh Texans comeback season for Tyrod Taylor oh, leading boy. this team for two wins. <laughs> you had me. You had me in the first half. Uh, Jaguars Trevor Lawrence good. Urban Meyer not so good. I think that's the difference. Uh, between this team being six, seven win team and a four win team, which I have them four wins, four and 13 uh, urban Meyer simply maybe not cut out for the NFL. In my opinion, uh, we'll go to Charlie. Yep. I have them three and 14. I don't know. I mean, there's just so many quite like, I mean, they. I don't even know why they drafted ETN in the first place when they had a clear young running back in Robinson and then ETN got hurt. So Robinson's going to get another chance. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly how well Meyer's going to fit in there. So we'll see. But I'm, I think, 3-14. and 14. Josh, uh, Jaguars. I have him 2-15. and 15. Uh, T. Lawrence, not going to meet our expectations this season. Okay. Okay. Colts. I think we might have some differing opinions. I have them at ten and seven. I, I like Carson Wentz. I always have. I think he's been very overhated, and I think Carson Wentz could be uh, comeback player of the year. I don't think he's going to though, but he could be. I have the Colts at ten and seven. I think they'll give the Titans a run for their money out there, in the AFC South. Uh, Charlie, what do you think about the Colts? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I actually have the Colts eleven and six. I think the Colts can be very competitive, and I honestly just like their. I mean, last year, what were they like? Ten and seven, eleven and six, or like ten and six. Yeah, 11. I think they were ten and six. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think they. Um, honestly, I honestly think Carson Wentz is an upgrade from Philip Rivers, and oh, no their yeah their team just gets older, like which is better for them actually with Taylor and Pittman. And um, a couple of other guys just getting more experience. So, yeah, usually 11 and 16 for me. They also have your boy from Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson, best lineman in the entire NFL. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. Josh, Colts, what do you have to say about them? I know you don't like Carson Wentz, but what do you think about the Colts? Yeah, Wentz is a China doll and uh, <laughs> 6 and 11. 6 and 11. Uh, Josh is coming at us with the hot takes today. Uh, I like it though. Titans, I have them at eleven and six. Uh, the defense is going to hold this team back from being elite. Uh, defense, bottom five in the entire league. Tannehill, another solid season. Derrick Henry, another good year. They added Julio. I don't think that's going to be as big an uh you know upgrade as people think. However, I have them at eleven and six, winning the AFC South. I hope you guys agree with me. Uh, Charlie, what do you say about the Titans? Yeah, I have them winning uh, the division. I have them going 12-5. and five. And, uh, yeah, this team is also – I mean, they added Julio Jones, too. And uh, I'm not saying he'll be as good as he has been, but they still have A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, that is another one of those offenses to watch, so. Yeah, of course. Josh, what do you have to say about uh, the Titans? You said their defense will hold them back. I said defense doesn't matter. 14-3. and Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay, Josh. 
I'm not I'm not going to argue with you anymore. Uh, we're past that. NFC West, one of the most heated, uh, one probably going to be the most fun division to watch this year in football. Uh, we'll start with the Seattle Seahawks. I have them going 11 and six. Russ going to be good. DK Tyler Lockett also good defense again. Uh, sub, I mean decent for Seattle. Uh, so yeah, I have them at 11 and six in a very tough division. Charlie, uh, what do you think about the Seahawks? Yeah, I have them 10 and seven, which actually puts them like tied last in their division, which, um, just shows how good that division is, at least to me. Um, I don't think, I think almost, I think, I, I really think every team in that division will win at least 10 games, maybe one will win nine, but yeah, CCOX ten and seven. I mean, nothing too crazy stands out. I mean, that defense is starting to fall apart over the years, but the offense is still um, running. But the, I mean, the defense still has some pieces, but it's falling apart since that like 2015-16 era. Yeah, no doubt. Josh, what do you have to say about the Seahawks? Twelve and fifteen. Uh, what? DK has what? Twelve and fifteen. Tw- oh. 12 and 5, same thing. There you go. <laughs> um, DK, not my favorite. Um, but yeah, still great. All right, uh, here's what we're going to do. Just give me your rundown of the division, so I'll go first. Uh, next, 49ers. I have them at 11 and 6. I have Jimmy G starting the first 11 games. I don't know why people think that Trey Lance is going to start week one, because I think the 49ers have made it very, very clear that Jimmy G is their week one starter. I think he'll play well enough to hold that spot for 11 games until he starts to struggle. They put in Trey Lance. I think he'll play well. Kittle's back. Defense is decent with Fred Warner and Nick Bosa. This is a this is a playoff team out there in San Francisco. Then you have Arizona Cardinals. I have them at 11 and six. I think Kyler will put up MVP numbers. He's gotten better every single year. I see no reason why he won't get better this year, considering they added some more weapons for him to play around with. They added James Conner. And they added Rondale Moore to that offense. DeAndre Hopkins is still there as well. Don't forget about him. He's going to be up there, probably leading the league in receiving yards this season. Uh, That's a very good Cardinals team. I also have them as a playoff team, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. And first place in the division for me, I have the Rams going 12-5. and They majorly upgraded at quarterback with, with Matthew Stafford. They really didn't make any other big moves. I mean, they still got Donald, still have Ramsey. So the pieces are there. For this Rams team to make another run at the Super Bowl. We'll see about that. Uh, Charlie, give us your rundown of the division real quick. All right. Yep. I have the Niners. I have the Niners going 12 and 5, um, tying with the Rams, who also go 12 and 5 for me in this division. I think the Rams just, um, I mean, don't just, I mean, they get better. Matthew Stafford is that guy. People around the, you know, whole country will see it now because, you know, Matthew Stafford's finally going to be the primetime quarterback and not just on the Lions, and no one really wants to watch the Lions. So people finally will see how good Stafford is, and the defense is still, I mean, just has so much talent on the defense as well. And so 12-5, and five, and then the 49ers, like I said, 12-5. and five. I mean, a couple studs on defense with Warner and Bosa and um, D. Virgin. And they also have Trey Lance, who I think can be really good late season. 
But like you said, Jimmy Garoppolo will probably start. And, you know, I think, yeah, be decent. Uh, I think he could even do a near a whole season, potentially, if they're playing well. But um, And also Kittle, back, healthy. Really good team. And then Cardinals, I have at 10-7. and seven, who, So I actually have all these teams, I think, making the playoffs. Because, I mean, the Cardinals roster is just too good not to make the playoffs. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, running back position isn't as great. But, um, I mean, still James Conner, Chase Edmonds, not horrible. And you also got um, some studs on defense, like J.J. Watt. So, it's big. Yeah, Josh, give us your rundown of the division real quick here. All right. Cardinals, don't like Kyler Murray, 9-8. and eight. San Francisco 49. <laughs> I really uh, never heard you say you don't like Kyler Murray until now. I do not like Okay. Uh, 49ers might start Lance week one. I said that just because you said they are not starting. They're definitely and, not. Uh, 10 and 7 for them. And then the Rams with the best QB. Not the best, but a great one. Um, top five, actually. L.A. Rams, 15-2. Woo. It's pretty, it's pretty, that's a pretty incredible record there. Uh, we'll do the same thing oh, for the yeah. AFC West last division here. All right, I got the Broncos going 5-12. and 12. Bridgewater's their starting quarterback, although I don't think he's better than Locke necessarily. Hi, Bridgewater starting eight games and Locke taking over, starting nine games. I have Locke actually doing better than Bridgewater. And I have the Broncos going five and twelve. I've heard some people say they're a playoff team. No, sorry, quarterback not good enough. Uh, and I mean the defense is good enough to be a playoff team. It's just quarterback for me is uh, in the offensive line really just not great enough to be a playoff team. Uh, Raiders, I have them going nine and eight. Uh, Going to be another typical Raiders year, kind of around the five hundred level. Waller break another. Impressive season from Waller. I think 1,500 yards should be expected out of him. And I think Derek Carr will have another 4,000-yard season. He's been very, very good. Uh, I mean, pretty underrated quarterback out there for Las Vegas. Just uh, wide receivers really lacking. I mean, Hunter Renfro and Henry Ruggs are their two go-to guys at wide receiver. Josh Jacobs isn't – I mean, Josh Jacobs is a decent running back, but not super great. And the defense is about as average as they come. It's just a 9-8 and eight team. Chargers, I have them going 11-6. and six. I think they'll be a playoff team. I think Herbert will only improve from last year. Obviously, Keenan Allen, uh, I think that connection will grow. And Austin Eckler will be back and healthy 100%. Also, Derwin James back and healthy. That's super exciting. Uh, this, this is going to be one of the most fun teams to watch in the entire National Football League. I have them going 11-6. and six. And then the Chiefs, I have going 14-3, tying the Buccaneers for that best record in the NFL. Mahomes is going to put up MVP-like numbers. I have him throwing 4,800 yards and 52 touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey is still going to be a deadly duo. I have Hill going for 1,500 yards, and I have Kelsey going for 1,600 yards. Now that's very, very impressive. Uh, they actually, I feel, got a lot better this offseason. They didn't really lose any pieces, and they got their offensive line, which was really their one big hole uh, last season. They improved a lot on the offensive line. So, uh, yeah, Chiefs, very scary this year. Uh, Charlie, let's hear your AFC West. Yeah, um, I mean, you pretty much covered 
everything. We have pretty similar uh, records, almost everything. But um, I have the Broncos four and thirteen, Raiders five and twelve, and you have them with it nine eight. Um, yeah. I mean, I could definitely, yeah, maybe see them winning like eight games. But to me, the Raiders, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see in any direction where that team is going. I mean, they don't really have like a, a young stud to like gather around. Like they had Cleo Mack. They had, uh, I mean, Josh Jacobs looks like he might. Amari Cooper. But like, it really just like, I mean, maybe Henry Ruggs is like someone that I could see like having a lot of potential, like young potential on the team. But I really don't see this. I really don't see Gruden lasting there much longer either. I mean, this team, honestly, this team kind of sucks, honestly. <laughs> and I really don't see like any talent on the team, to be honest. I'm surprised people even like see nine wins on that team. I don't know how, but that's besides the point. Chargers, I have 12 and 5. I think the Chargers are going to be a very good team. Sucks that they're in the same division with the best team in football because they will pro- they will lose to them at least once, probably twice, but they can maybe pull off a, a win. I mean, Herbert will probably throw near 5,000 yards because the extended game, too. And last year he was a rookie and he threw for 4,300, which is absurd. Eckler, healthy. Allen, healthy. I mean, that is just a lethal offense, hearing those names. Mike Williams, and then um, just a couple other pieces. Offensive line is, you know, pretty good. And still some uh, some studs on defense. So, yeah, that team, to me, is one of the best in the league. But that's behind the Chiefs, who, like you said, just got better with the offensive line. But I have them as 15-2. and two. All right. Josh, let's hear your rundown real quick of the AFC West. All right, Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, carry his team to three wins. Raiders, horrible O-line. Uh, great running back, though. Josh Jacobs is a beast. Six and 11 for them. Chargers, we'll give them 10 wins, 10 and 7. And then the best team in, uh, I don't know if it's that bad, but the Chiefs, 15 and 2. All right, I respect it. So now. We're into the playoffs. Listen, guys, we'll start with AFC. I want to hear, obviously, your four division winners are going to be your top four seeds, and then the three wild cards. Give me the team and then the record so I can write it down. So, Josh, we'll go to you. I want your seven teams out of the AFC in the playoffs. Okay. And their seeds. Chiefs, one. And you had them 15-2? and two? Yeah, 15-2. Sorry for me, Ali. All right. Uh, Titans, two seed, 14 and three. Bills, three seed, 14 and three. Browns, fourth seed, 12 and five. Ravens, fifth seed, 11 and six. Chargers, six seed, 10 and 7. Steelers, 7th seed. Uh, they're 9 and 8. I like that you got the Steelers in there. 
All right, my AFC, I have the Chiefs at one at 14 and three. I have the Bills at the two seed. They're going to go 13 and four. I got the Ravens at the three seed, winning the AFC North very closely at 12 and five. I got the Titans at four, going 11 and six. And my wild card teams, five, the Dogs, Cleveland Browns, going 12 and five as well. I have the Steelers going 11 and six as a six seed. And at the seven seed, barely getting into the playoffs, I have the Chargers also going 11 and six. Charlie, let's hear your AFC playoffs. All right, so one seed, I have the Chiefs going 15 and two, and then these next three, next five, I think, are all 12 and five teams. So pretty much just mark in 12 and five for these next five teams. I have Bills two seed, Ravens three seed, Titans four seed, Chargers five seed, Browns six seed. And then Colts eleven and six, seven seed. All right, let me write that down. You had the Browns at twelve and five, and then the Colts at ten and six. No, Colts eleven and six. Eleven and six. Okay. All right, let's go to the NFC, and we'll go right back to you, Charlie. Who do you see in the NFC? So, again, tie record-wise for um, Packers and Bucks, thirteen and four. But my one seed is going to be the Packers, two seed Bucks, three seed Rams, four seed Cowboys, and then oh shoot, you want records? Sorry. So uh, thirteen and four for the Packers and Bucks. Rams twelve and five. Cowboys nine and eight, which uh, I think it'd be the football team too, but. That's just how it played out in my thing. So I have the Cowboys nine and eight, and then the 49ers twelve and five, the five seed, the six seed. Um, I have the Seahawks ten and seven, and then the seven seed. I have the Cardinals ten and seven. All right, I'll give you my NFC real quick. I box set number one going fourteen and three. I think they'll repeat as one seed and have a very good chance of making it back to the Super Bowl. And number two, I have the Rams. I'm pretty sure I had them at 12-5, and five, I think. Maybe 13-4, somewhere around there. Uh, Packers, three seed, winning the NFC North at 11-6. and six. I have the Washington football team going 9-8, and eight, winning the NFC East very narrowly. At number five, the wild, my first wildcard team, I have the New Orleans Saints going 12-5. and five. Uh, Kind of a, a sleeper team there. In my opinion. At number six, I have the Cardinals going eleven six. At number seven, I have the 49ers going eleven six. And just barely missing the playoffs in uh this scenario would be Seahawks also going eleven six, but due to their uh end of it, they are just barely missing the playoffs. So Josh, let's hear your NFC. All right, one seed. Buck sixteen and one. Two seed Rams fifteen and two. Three seed is Packers fifteen and two. Four seed the football team eleven and six. Five seed Saints thirteen and four. Six seed is the uh, Seahawks twelve and five. And the seventh seed of the Vikings, 12 and 5. All right. 
we'll go to we'll end the podcast here with our awards uh mvp for me it's very close between kyler murray and patrick mahomes or and josh allen would be up there as well listener i have patrick mahomes winning yet another mvp i think he's gonna be stellar this year with a better offensive line he's only gonna be even better so give me patrick mahomes as mvp josh who do you have at mvp this year i also have patrick mahomes um great minds think alike indeed they do charlie who do you have at mvp i'm actually gonna go with lamar jackson baby um i feel like you know lamar can just have another sweet breakout season. A lot of people are hanging on him last year, last year through whatever, because they don't think he's a passing quarterback like Josh. But I think he can uh, really show that he is the star of the Ravens and win MVP. Another one. Yeah, I like that. I do think Lamar will have a bounce back season this year for sure. At offensive player of the year, I'm going to go different than Mahomes. I'm going to go Kyler Murray. I think he's just going to be. I mean, I think he's going to be very close second place for MVP. So I think they'll give him Offensive Player of the Year just because I think he'll be more of a dual threat than Mahomes. So I do have Kyler Murray winning Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Josh, who do you have at Offensive Player of the Year? CMC, best running back in the league. That's valid. Charlie, who do you have at Offensive Player of the Year? Of Derrick Henry. All right. That's valid, too. Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to go with my boy, T.J. Watt, because listen, T.J. Watt has gotten robbed now. Two years in a row he's gotten robbed. He was better than Stephon Gilmore. He was better than Aaron Donald last year. I don't care what you say. He has stats to back it up. T.J. Watt robbed. They cannot deny him the award this year. T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. Josh, who do you have at Defensive Player of the Year? Great minds. Thank you, like, Lobo. We got... T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. I like it. Charlie, who do you have a Defensive Player Yeah, I think that T.J. Watt definitely has deserved it, but I'm going to go with Miles Garrett. You know, I do like that. I think Miles Garrett is the second-best edge pass rusher behind Watt. And uh, if he stays healthy, he has potential to be a 20-sack guy in a 17-game season. Uh, very exciting. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year, for me, is very close between Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. But like I said, uh, I said Fields is going to be the best quarterback out of this draft, and I will stand by that. But this upcoming season, give me Zach Wilson. I think he's already at a level where he can play extremely well. And I think he's i mean—he's going to be starting week one, which benefits him over Fields or Lance maybe. Uh, give me Zach Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Josh, Bucks. you have Offensive Rookie of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year? is the rookie QB, who is not a bust, Mac Jones. Oh. He's going to pop off, and he's going he's gonna to deliver. That might be your worst take of the night. Uh, Charlie, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Charlie. Um, Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going to go with Zach Wilson as well. I feel like, yeah, like you said, he's starting. He's definitely got that uh, edge. Definitely see him uh, winning it. All right, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. I mean, he looked very good in their preseason games for Cowboys. He's going to immediately be a leader on this not-so-well defense. I think he's going to shine. I think the defense being so bad is actually going to make him look better. So, uh, yeah, give me Micah Parsons from Penn State as Defensive Rookie of the Year. Josh, who do you have at Defensive Rookie of the Year? 
out of Penn State, Micah Parsons. All right, Charlie, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I was about to say Jeremiah Awusu Karamoa, but not only that is that Notre Dame bandwagoning or riding, but that's also two Browns players winning uh, Defensive Player of the Year. So I'm going to go uh, Quiddy Pay from the Colts on the edge because I feel like the Quiddy Pay was just a such a valuable player that actually felt the Colts, in my opinion. And I feel like he'll be able to provide a lot of you know star power there and just uh, make plays there for them. No, it's not a bad take at all. I think uh, I think with on that defense, you know, you have guys like Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner get most of the attention. You could have a guy like Quiddy Pay you know, kind of come out of nowhere and have a really nice season because he won't be getting as much attention as those guys will be from the offense. And last award of the day, comeback player of the year. For me, it's easily Dak Prescott. You can make a case for CMC, but I think uh, Dak's injury was much more severe and uh, him being able to just play football again is uh, really inspiring. So uh, I have Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year. Josh, I know you mentioned CMC as uh, comeback player of the year. Is Do you think he's going to win that award? I do. Uh, you know, Dak just doesn't have it in him. You know, he's just not the QB. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Good to see him back playing, but I'm going to have to go with CMC. You had me worried there for a second, Josh. Uh, Charlie, comeback player of the year. Yeah, Dak, 100%. All right. Well, I think that about. Oh, wait, wait. We forgot something very important. You guys almost let me forget. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Josh, since you're so eager, what's your Super Bowl matchup and who's the winner? It was close between the Bills and the Chiefs, but I decided to go with the Chiefs versus the Rams. 31-27, Rams bring home the trophy. All right, that would be great to see Stafford uh, win one. Uh, Charlie, oh, yeah. what's what's your Super Bowl matchup? Super Bowl matchup. I mean, this is why I have Lamar winning MVP. I actually have the Ravens versus the Packers. I know it's stop. I know, I know, not the Chiefs. I feel like the Ravens are the team that can be the Chiefs. I mean, they've just played them so like they've just like they've been. I feel like the Ravens have been the Chiefs' second or third over these years, ever since getting Lamar. So I feel like Lamar, MVP season, he's just going to have it in him. Someone's going to kick to him. He's, he's going to want that edge. Might catch the Chiefs sleeping. And then I'm going to have him playing the Packers with actually the Packers winning the Super Bowl. Wow. Listen, Charlie, I like the Ravens in the Super Bowl, but the Packers have been so ridiculously bad in the playoffs the last it's five the years. It's the last dance you said. Come on now. I've heard some bad That's, takes. I've said I, some bad takes, but Charlie Gray. It's not a bad take, but I just don't like it. It's not the last dance. I hate when I hate people that are saying you literally said it was the last dance. As a, I was saying it really? as a joke, but all right. Other people are saying, listen, to compare Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, who've played together for like three years, and compare them to Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman is ridiculous. Considering okay, Dennis Aaron, Rodman was a late ad, so you can't cut that. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have not won. Have not even made it to the Super Bowl, so it's I don't like people calling it. Fine, it's the, the first last and dance. last dance. All right, it's not the first. I would say it's 
No, no, the it's, last, the, it's the last. It's, it's the, the last. last the last chance. I like that caption. Oh, the last chance. There you that's go. That's a good quote really. right there. I like that quote. <laughs> the last chance. The last chance. Right, 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 right. It might be Aaron Rodgers' last season in the NFL. Maybe. Uh, my yeah. Super Bowl. I haven't thought about it much. I like the Rams. I like the Bucks. I. It's so hard to pick against Tom Brady in the playoffs. And I've done it for years. I, I, I've picked against Brady for years. I've bet against Brady for years. You've bet against him. And I, yeah, and I've lost money. Will, you're 16. Come on now. I mean, no, no, I haven't. I totally haven't. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Just clean it up. <laughs> I totally oh, haven't. Um, but I, I verbally bet against Tom Brady, Charlie, verbally. All right. Uh, and it has not paid off. Um, you know, I can't do it. Give me the Bucks and the Super Bowl out of the NFC. It's I, I I like the Rams, I really do. But and when it comes down to Matt Stafford versus Tom Brady in the playoffs, I I think it's a no brainer that you take Brady in that scenario. I don't mm-hmm. care that he's forty four, but yeah, give me give me the, the Buccaneers I mean, back to the Super Bowl. What was that I mean, Josh? Two top five QBs. Uh, I. I mean, I'd have to pick Brady, too, but I just did. I picked the number five best QB, and that's the Rams, um, Matthew Stafford. Number okay. five? What? Okay, but <laughs> let him. Let him he, let he is. He's, were, you, were you here in the top ten ranking? He, remember yeah, we yeah. Had, we had a whole argument about this. I forgot he's ranked yeah. five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's better uh, than yeah. Kyler and Josh Allen combined. Uh, good night. Thank you, Wilbur. But it's bedtime. All right, thank you, Josh. Uh, you're fired. Just kidding. Good job. No, actually, Sorry, fired. Thanks. Like. <laughs> All right, I have the Bucks in the Super Bowl, and then out of the AFC, I mean, it's really hard. I like the Chiefs. I think they're the most obvious pick. I like the Bills, and I like the Ravens too. I, I like the Browns even. Yeah, I mean playoff. that whole the AFC that is stacked. AFC is stacked. Uh, but give me, give me. I like the rematch. I like the rematch between Mahomes and Brady in the Super Bowl, and I think it will. Like I did say, I'm done betting against Brady, and no, I, I think if they get, the ba- I think if both of them get back in the Super Bowl, Chiefs will win. That's what I'm saying. I was about to. I mean, however, do don't it bet one against less, Brady. Do it one last time, Charlie. I can't help it. I have to. Yeah, but it's it's gonna be hard for Brady to go two and zero against Mahomes. Like and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna take Mahomes. Uh, the only reason I think the Buccaneers won last year is because. They got pressure, and like I said, better offensive line for the Chiefs. Game changer. Also, it won't be a home game for Tampa Bay if they do meet, which is kind of important. Uh, give me Chiefs winning. It wasn't the game in the Florida last year. It, it was in Tampa. It was oh, in Tampa. I forgot it was in Tampa. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's crazy. Brady rigged it. Just kidding. Uh, anyways, Charlie, uh, thank you for sticking it out with us tonight. I know it was a late one tonight, but uh, I appreciate it. Uh, very good job as always. Thank you, Will. It's a pleasure being here on the Just Sports Podcast. It is indeed. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been, uh, I don't even know, I think it's like episode 38, 39. We're getting up there. We're getting up there, Charlie. Almost episode 50. Um, thank you all for listening. Make sure you go follow us on the Instagram. I've been posting a lot of content on there, and I think it's really some really cool content personally that's what i think um i'm a little biased but i think it's pretty cool so make sure you go follow us on there at just sports underscore pod uh like i said a lot of content coming out on there um some cool stuff too 
Uh, obviously, we'll be posting about the podcast, so make sure you go uh, follow us on there. That's kind of our central hub for all our stuff. Uh, uh, make sure you're on the lookout because we're going to have weekly podcasts now that's the NFL season. We're going to have uh, a little competition between some of the NFL experts on this show, a little uh, picking, you know, picking games competition this season. So, uh, yeah, we'll have a weekly podcast. It's super excited. So I'm super excited about that, Charlie. You should be excited as well. Uh, the winner might get some money out of that, which would be fun. So uh, no betting, but I'm fired up. I no betting. You're right. I'm fired all up. All verbal commitments. Verbal commitments. There you go. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been uh, the Just Sports Podcast NFL Prediction episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. I'm your host, Will, signing off.